Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me again for episode two. Today I'm going to talk to you about alternatives that you can do with a narcissist instead of calling them out. I'm going to go through six alternatives, so tactics that you can employ instead of calling out a narcissist. Now, genuinely, calling them out is likely to generate more drama than provide you with any resolution or growth, and it's important to recognise that. So unless you love rage, then calling them out is never going to be a good idea. All it will do is confirm your suspicions that they were never worth your energy. So with that in mind, my first tip is actually to simply not call them out at all. Why would you? Is it worth the drama that it's going to cause? Because deep down in your gut, you know what type of reaction that this is going to provoke. Do you really think that the conversation you're about to enter into is going to be pleasant, conducive, a civil one? Or do you think that they are likely to be defensive, combative, and simply cause drama as always? If your gut is telling you that this person is going to react in this manner, then the question you should be asking yourself is not whether you should confront their behaviour, but rather, should you have them in your life at all, right? Because if you're tiptoeing around a damaged ego, walking on eggshells, so you don't cause offence or rattle some sort of undealt with insecurity that they mask as passive aggressive rage towards you or others, do you really need that energy in and around your life? So that leads to the second option that you have within your gift, and that is to walk away from someone who doesn't positively contribute to your life. I'm a firm believer in keeping your circle small, cutting off your dead ends for growth. Now, constantly reevaluating who and what serves you will do you so much good. You can love someone and still never want to see them again. Reminding yourself of what you will and will not tolerate is absolutely not being fussy, is actually the ultimate form of self-care, and your future self will thank you for that. It's poor spiritual hygiene to allow everyone access to you. Remember, you can forgive someone for their shitty actions, but that doesn't mean that they are welcome to remain in your life. Apology accepted, access denied. If number two is way too much for you, It's just too drastic. I get it. It can be a tough call to cut someone out of your life. I've personally had to close the door on a number of relationships that didn't serve me and I know how hard it is. In fact, breaking up with a friend, in my opinion, is actually way harder than a partner. And I think that's because in the back of your head with a partner, you always think that there's a slight chance that you may break up one day in the future. One of you may be unfaithful One of you may fall out of love, but with friends, it just hits differently. It's a different type of shock and pain. And it never fails to shock you to the core when a friend turns out to be a wolf in sheep's clothing. You never think that a friend will betray you. Or sometimes it can be what others would call insignificant acts of your friends that slowly break your heart. When they clearly, for reasons you cannot understand, they just can't be happy for your success for your wins, they are the only ones that aren't clapping for you. Or, perhaps it's more obvious, in social circles, they will say something hurtful and gloss over it with a just kidding remark at the end of a horrendous joke that they made at your expense to make up for the fact that they simply just humiliated you. Remember, jealousy comes in jokes. You just need to pay attention. To me, it often feels as 
if it's a case of death by a thousand cuts. And it's those smaller cuts that hurt the most when it comes to those who you consider to be in your innermost circle. Now here's my life advice for today's episode. You have got to hang around with winners so that your wins don't sound like you are bragging. Pay attention to how people around you react when you share your good news. Remember, when a true winner walks into a room, the sheep will feel intimidated, the snakes will feel threatened, but those who are rooting for you, truly, they will be your equals and they will feel inspired. So if you're struggling with cutting people out because it is simply too traumatic, then option number four is the next option, and that's called grey rocking, which is a form of disengagement. Now, it is when you know you're having a conversation or an interaction with a bona fide narcissist, but you have made a concerted effort not to take the bait. It's where you decide that you will not share your achievements with them so that they don't have that opportunity to either minimize them or shit all over them and steal your smile. It's where you decide that you won't even share your pain with them because honestly, they won't sympathize and they'll go home, rub their hands together with glee that on some level that you're suffering. I will never forget those who gave me a hard time when I was already having a hard time. Don't give them the opportunity to be a part of that. Your plan of attack with this option is to keep everything at a superficial level, which I get, it's boring. It means you won't share a meaningful, deep connection with that person. But honestly, that's how you're going to protect yourself from them. I mean, did you ever really have a meaningful and true connection with them in the first place? I cannot stress how important it is to not let these people have access to your intimate information. Access to you is a privilege and that needs to be earned. Remember, knowledge is power and their knowledge about you is power over you. So if they can't be trusted, don't give them information about you they can't be trusted with. Keep everything with them light, easy breezy. A fifth option that I want to dive into is ensuring that when you do choose your inner circle, you choose wisely. You are extremely picky. Surrounding yourself with the right people is such a life hack. Set your standards high and don't just let anybody in. Remember, these are the people that will be juggling ideas and your innermost thoughts with. So you need to have them as good and as trusted as possible. They are going to be your trusted soundboard. So instead of confronting that narcissist, you can turn to your most trusted advisors and work through with them what you're feeling. I personally love my own solitude. I only have roughly eight people in my inner circle and hand on heart, I can say they include my parents, both my in-laws, my husband, my brother and my two sisters. And that is eight. They are family, they are my circle. Remember, the right company won't feel like a downgrade from your solitude. And that is how you know that you have picked winners to surround you. They will feed your energy just by being in your presence. They will level you up and remind you that trifling with narcissists is a waste of that energy. Now, the sixth alternative that I'm just going to put out there might be controversial. This is because it's what some experts call radical acceptance which is basically you accepting that any intervention on any level or conversation that you have with that person is not going to change anything. 
So there really is absolutely no point. Some people might say, right, well, that's a cop-out. They're getting away with murder. What they do is acceptable, right? I get it. You're almost enabling their shitty behaviour. But honestly, it is so freeing and so refreshing to simply allow yourself that headspace to think to yourself, it's not my problem. That person will always have those issues, that chip on their shoulder, that insecurity with me, with others. I don't have to deal with it. I just have to accept that that is who they are. I just need to manage my expectations of that person. I need to accept that I can't really engage with that person on a deep level. Anytime I do engage, I'm likely to come back feeling deflated, low in energy, having had to defend myself or be at the receiving end of some sort of passive-aggressive remark. I need to recognise that calling out this pointless behaviour is potentially harming me. And I know how tempting it is to clap back, but that feeling will pass. I cannot express how many times I've clapped back at someone had the last laugh, and then I woke up the next morning wishing that I had been the better person and not said anything at all. I once heard the saying which said, when you delete the entire paragraph and text back with, okay, then that is true growth. And that is exactly what I mean here. And I finally feel as if I know the meaning of that phrase. So to summarize, today's gentle reminder is that you do not have to be the big person. You don't have to accept insincere apologies and keep people in your life that no longer serve you. You absolutely should not hold on to relationships or tolerate individuals that drain you. Tell yourself over and over again, you can be kind and still not want to be friends with everyone. You can be kind and still not want to be friends with everyone. Remember, inner peace is the new success. I hope that helped you. Those are my ramblings today. Hopefully you'll tune in for the next episode. And again, I cannot thank you enough for listening to me, being here with me and sharing these thoughts. Speak to you next week.